0: This podcast includes adult content and explicit language. Hello, welcome to Character Chaos. I'm Rhiannon, and joined by my co host Margaret. Hello. Hello, how are
1: you? I'm great. Congratulations to Triangle of Sadness on all their nominations. Best picture, best director, original screenplay. Congratulations, Triangle of Sadness. I'm so mad.
0: (laughs) I'm so mad.
1: Only because you have no taste. Because it wasn't a good movie.
0: (laughs) You're right, it wasn't a good movie, it was the best movie. Oh, yeah. I I see what you mean. Yeah, as we were recording... The Oscar nominations came out three hours ago, exactly. Have we been here for three hours? We have been sitting, and we've been on this call for three hours. <laughs> Fucking hell. We were to start about two hours ago, but here we Jesus are. Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, and our consensus was Triangle of Sadness deserved more nominations. Is that what I'm hearing?
0: Yeah. Uh, no,
1: no. <laughs> I mean, it deserved Dolly de Leon, but also well,
0: all nominations. I've said the only nomination I think Triangle deserved was Dolly de Leon, and she didn't <laughs> That's that was the only weird. one. I I personally thought that that movie deserved.
1: No, yeah, she should have had it. Nothing. And congrats to you know, you know everyone else, you know all, all the other. I don't remember their names, but you know.
0: It's Barry Keoghan <laughs> to you, Oscar Award nominee. Barry Keegan. Academy
1: Award nominated Barry Keoghan.
0: <sighs> he did it. Well, we did it. I feel like I did it. <laughs> I feel like that was me. You manifested. Uh huh. Like my. Bio on Twitter is head of Barry Keoghan's Oscar campaign, and I took my job very seriously. (laughs) You really
1: were. I hope you got paid for
0: that. Honestly, Barry needs to pay me.
1: (laughs) I will say, justice for Babylon.
0: Mm, I feel that in my
1: soul. Justice for Diego Calva and Margot Robbie. And Damien Chazelle.
0: Damien, yeah. That movie deserved it. Justice for Aftersun. At least Paul got a nomination, though. Yeah, I'm so happy about Paul Maskell. But some deserved Best Picture and Cinematography.
1: I haven't seen it, but I can only assume you're right. Mm-hmm. No, one, no one cares about our Oscar <laughs> opinions. It's all we've been thinking about because they just happened. And yeah. our guesses were pretty good. Oh, yeah. We, we, we got 8 out of 10 for Best Picture
0: from our predictions. Yeah. Which and I that's think only because it. we psyched ourselves out with the last one. Yeah. We had women talking on our list. And at the last minute last night, we were like, fuck it. Woman King. And, and that was a mistake. That was a big mistake.
1: Well, they didn't nominate Violet. Crazy. I know. Crazy Town. I can't believe this. I know. Madness. Who even is Andrea Reisenberg? Oh
0: no. <laughs> I, I guess know. I'm watching to now. I
1: guess we'll find out. But I guess congrats to everyone else. The nominations are pretty sick.
0: Overall, I'm happy. I'm happier than I thought. Say. Yeah. I got a good shock. Like few shock ones that like I was really happy about. True. Like, Paul and um, Brian Tyree Henry, I was very happy yeah, about that. Yeah, that was crazy. Love that. Honestly, it's a win for eternal stands today. It really is.
1: <laughs> but no, no, no one cares about our Oscars opinions. It's not what this is for. This is not an Oscars podcast. <laughs> it is not.
0: It is as a much Sam as, Wilson podcast. As much as we would absolutely
1: make this an Oscars podcast, it is not. No. Welcome to Character Chaos. It's a Sam Wilson podcast today. It is. It is.
0: Oh, okay, okay. To uh, I'm handing it to you. <laughs> okay. not, not gonna
1: lie, spoiler, I probably won't be saying as much today, because it is... I had Wanda last week, you have Sam this week.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I specifically requested this episode to be in Marvel Month.
1: You you put a formal request in? I actually uh, did. And I, I stamped it, approved.
0: Yeah, that is what happened. Because, like, Sam Wilson is my second favourite character of all time. <laughs> And for Character that. Chaos, the podcast, that means a lot coming from me. That's true. We w- both have lists, and yes. he tops yours. Yep, he is second on my list. Aww. He's my favourite character in the MCU. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is my favourite MCU show. Captain America the Winter Soldier is my favourite <laughs> film. <laughs> oh my god, it really is topping your list, isn't it? Mm-hmm. This episode. This is your day. This is. <laughs> I mean, I said to Margaret earlier this is the best day ever after the nominations came out, and it's also because I get to talk about Sam Wilson for like two hours, and no one has to stop me. This is And you're editing it so only you can stop yourself. Exactly.
1: (laughs) No, I'm very happy for you. Mm -hmm. On this day, I I take a back seat, and I, you know what, I'm going to listen.
0: I'm going to shut up, and I'm going to (laughs) listen. Yeah, because... To be honest, I do kind of want to use this episode to kind of make a case for Sam, because I feel like he's a very underrated character in the MCU. Like, the amount of people I've said to, like, oh, Sam Wilson's my favourite character, and they're like, what? Why? (laughs) I've had that a lot of times.
1: How dare you? (laughs) You offended many minds with that?
0: I've just confused a lot of people with that. And if I'm drunk enough, I will go on a TED talk as to why. <laughs> or if you're sober enough, or if Let's I'm sober real. enough. <laughs> and so yeah, that's that's kind of my plan today. I wanna I wanna make the case for Sam Wilson. I really do, because he slept on. More people should appreciate him. I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I feel like he's also emerging as quite a uh, important character. In whatever Marvel's building next, he and is. so there's a lot of like conversation around him mm-hmm. and his like status as potentially being like a, a titular character in the universe potentially. Yeah. So I feel like it's an important time. Yeah,
0: I mean, we can presume he's going to lead the Avengers, right? Because that's the job of Captain America. I we mean, lead the yeah. Avengers, presumably. Presumably. <laughs>
1: so. It it would be so funny for this guy who I no offense ha- has no. Like, super enhancements at all. Mm-hmm. Who's just standing there, like, all you super powered, fucking crazy people, get behind me. I've got my little wings <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna charge first. Exactly. That's fun.
0: Exactly.
1: That's fun. I like it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, how are we doing this today? Because <laughs> it's up to you.
0: I think we should just kind of go like casually, chronologically. Just like. So we can, I think, like, movie by movie, but like, kind of casually. Okay. You know? I can come up with a theme if you need a theme, but... Oh, yeah, we do themes. (laughs) Do you have a
1: theme to present?
0: I would present the theme of faith in a higher power.
1: Oh, that's fun. Thank
0: you. I like that. Thank you.
1: Very religious. (laughs) Very spiritual.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's a possible theme.
1: Sam Wilson a Christian? I didn't know.
0: He is not. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Actually, no. I think he is. His dad in the comics is a minister. And his brother okay. in the comics is a minister.
1: I thought his brother was a news presenter.
0: That's in the MCU.
1: Oh, I see.
0: For some reason, they've made Gideon uh, a news presenter in the MCU. What do you
1: mean, for some reason, they didn't like <laughs> stick to the source material with Gideon's profession? <laughs> How dare they?
0: Yeah, I I have read a couple of Sam Wilson like, comic runs, so I'm going to bring them <laughs> in as we go. Okay. And I just have a lot of random comics knowledge about him anyway, just because... You That's do. what I do with my free time. I look you look it. at
1: his fandom wiki page. Exactly, yeah. So I am
0: um, <laughs> I do consider myself an expert.
1: Okay, great. <laughs> I can't wait. I'll I'll bring up some questions. I'll ask the expert. Yeah. Okay. Do you have some facts for us about like you don't have to list off everyone involved, but like who are the important people we're considering today that
0: like were involved in making Sam? You know actually, I don't actually have that off the top of my head. Okay. I'm presuming well, he was introduced in the MCU in Captain America: The Winter Soldier. So that's Marcus and McFeely and the Russos who like mm-hmm. introduced him again. Who?
1: Is he a Stanley character?
0: Let's have a look. Stanley and Gene Colan. Okay. Because so I think he's exclusively been in, um, like the Russos and the McFeely, Marcus and McFeely's like movies, with the exception that's of Ant Man. Just yes, that's Reed, true. Obviously.
1: Wa- oh, I, sh- I didn't watch Ant-Man. Did didn't I make a mistake Ant-Man? there? I'm so sorry I didn't watch <laughs> Ant-Man. <laughs> In fact, you've only seen Ant-Man once. Aww. So I don't remember
0: that scene. Aww.
1: I'm sorry. I am slightly underprepared today, I'm afraid. I have to admit, I'm sorry. I was editing Benoit last night. That's,
0: that's okay. Like, like you said, this, I've got this. Okay. Um, and it's... Malcolm Spellman was, like, the main guy for Falcon Winter Soldier.
1: Okay. And obviously, portrayed exclusively by mm-hmm. Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Anthony My husband. Your husband. Yeah, that's also a separate thing, As you are entirely in love with Anthony Mackie. I am,
0: I am. Anthony Mackie, if you're free, um, please give me your I number. I mean,
1: you have gone on record saying that you would quite happily uh, ruin his marriage.
0: <laughs> that is a quote I have said. It's out in the world. I've got to live with that. Do you stand by it? Slightly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all I need to hear Thank you very much, <laughs> thank you for your time
0: um, I'm mainly going to be referencing If I talk about the comics, I'll be referencing The Take Flight run And the Not My Captain America run
1: Okay And I know we scrapped the overview Basically we did. Do you want to give us a very brief rundown of just Who Sam Wilson is on a basic level? Yeah,
0: so um, Sam Olsen has like historically been like a Captain America sidekick like, from the comics and from the movies he starts as a sidekick he's in the comics and in the MCU he's very 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 different origins so in the MCU he's like a military man and he was in like a project when he was in the military which is like the, like the Falcon so basically he was the, the front man and tested out the wings and all of that shit he works in the VA office at so the so he helps, like, traumatized veterans basically. He teams up with Steve, takes down Shield, and then exclusively is, like, an Avenger. Mm mm-hmm. um, He doesn't sign the Accords of Steve. He goes on the run. He gets dusted. He comes back. Steve, well, Steve's evil twin, um, <laughs> decides to retire the Shield of Captain America and <laughs> gives it to Sam. The only good decision that Steve's evil twin ever made. We're calling him Grant, Steve's evil twin, Grant Rogers. <laughs> so Endgame, Steve, yeah, <laughs> and um, Sam's Captain America, and he gets a whole show where we explore his journey of him figuring out what it means to be Captain America, figuring out that he can in fact be Captain America, and he's getting he's getting his own Captain America movie next year. Yeah, new all oh, Order next year. Fucking hell. I know, it's scary to say, <laughs> isn't it? But yeah. <laughs> nice.
1: so, Thank you. Is that like a brief, like, one sentence thing you could give us about, like, him as a
0: person? I think Sam, at his core, will always try and, like, stand up for what's right. Like, he is a person who has his morals, he's very, very secure in them, and he will. Even if it, like, takes him a minute, he will always try and do what he thinks is the right thing to do and he also goes for a very similar journey that steve does of figuring out that maybe his country and his government and his military aren't the symbol of like hope that he thought they were that's that's how i'd sum it up okay cool where do you want to start then i guess we start from the beginning
1: Sure. Where was Sam born? How how (laughs) beginning are we going?
0: So in Louisiana, to Paul and Darlene. (laughs)
1: Those his parents. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, where do we first meet Sam? Where's a good place to first meet Sam? It doesn't have to be the first time we actually meet
0: him. I mean, no, to be fair, I think his introduction tells everything you need to know about him from the off, right? I think it does a very good job... It's setting up who this man is. Okay. And <laughs> would, would you like to describe it? I mean, one thing that I like love about Sam from the off is that he treats Steve like a person, right? Mm. He knows this man is Captain America. He like yeah. this this man laps him like three times around Washington. Like he knows this is Captain America. <laughs> Yeah, and yet, yeah, the first time that they like interact, he's just joking with them. He's just he just mm-hmm. starts like taking the piss with them, and they you know and they obviously start this whole inside joke of like on your left, mm-hmm. my favorite thing ever. <laughs> but
1: like, so this is the first. Uh, this is the opening scene of um Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, just to say.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you.
1: Steve is jogging around the Washington Monument. No. That,
0: that, that little like, body of water? I there's a pond. There's, there's like a little... A pond. It looks... He's jogging a pond. He's jogging around a pond. and Yes. And Sam's Sam is also, also there. Jogging, around, jogging the pond, around the pond. Just slower. Okay, yeah. And like, he immediately bonds with Steve on like a human level, right?
1: Hmm.
0: Like... Steve is this like hero of America he has like a whole section of a museum dedicated to like the symbol of Captain Steve Rogers of Captain America and Sam immediately looks at this man and is like okay we have a similar experience we were both in the military we both know what the PTSD is like from there and he just blatantly like asks them like you know it's, it's weird sleeping in your own bed again right he just and like Steve is, like, walking yeah. away at that point, and he stops, and it's like, yeah, and they start talking. Yeah, And, like, he just starts joking around, he doesn't put, like, Steve on a pedestal. I think Steve is the only person, like, he just, he just never puts him on, like, a pedestal. This is just Steve. It's never Captain America to him. Yeah. Like, he makes jokes about how he was, like, defrosted. <laughs> <It's> like, <Classic. laughs> this is Captain America you're talking to. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it must be weird for you when you got defrosted, and it's like, <laughs>
1: yeah i feel like one thing that often strikes me about sam is that he's very compassionate yeah and he seems to have that compassion for other people which is really sweet
0: yeah like he just knows it feels like he always just knows the right thing to say to a person like i feel like mm-hmm. he's like very good with people yeah you know hence why he works at the va right he... right yeah he's like that's like his
1: a job th- ther- ther- it's not a therapist but like a a counseling figure I guess
0: yeah yeah so he just like runs the group the little like therapy group things
1: yeah that uh, takes a lot of compassion and empathy and yeah. like strength
0: yeah and like we get to like look in on him as he's like holding this meeting and he's like just, he's just helping this like group of people and then mm-hmm. that's just what he does That's his job and like in the in the comics as well like, obviously his upbringing and everything, it's all very, very different. But, like, Comic Sam has, like, a really, really very traumatic upbringing. It's quite, like, a rough childhood. Mm-hmm. And what he does with that is that is he, he's a social worker. Mm. You know, he just, he, it's a job helping people. He just wants to help people. Uh-huh. And that's what, like, MCU Sam's doing as well. He's taking this trauma, he's taking his experience, and he's using it to, to help people because that's just what he wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah.
1: No. Just I mean He's a it, it... good person <laughs> God he damn is. it. He is a good person. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean I suppose it's it's good to say that obviously he his superhero moniker is the Falcon. Mm-hmm. And he is for the most part a side character in most of these stories. Yeah. And it kind of exists narratively to support Steve and kind of remind Steve of what's right in certain ways. Yeah. And so he's a very supportive figure narratively anyway. Yeah. And so they kind of build those traits around to kind of extend that.
0: Yeah. And he's yeah, kind of literally. exactly
1: what Steve would need. Yeah. Is someone who is a genuine person to him, who's also very supportive.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cuz like obviously yeah. he's, he's introduced as like a sidekick, right? Like <laughs> Yeah. That's that's what he's there for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're just so speechless with yourself. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, oh, poor oh man. Poor oh man.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's nice. I quite like him. But he never quite strikes me as much, probably because he's not as... um, I don't know, he doesn't have the the biggest larger-than-life personality relative to the insane people he shares screen time with. Yeah. Like, he is quite chill in comparison to, like, if Loki is in the same movie. Oh, yeah. So I think often he does get looked over for that reason.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because he is kind of a, a quieter character. He often also gets the comedy. Like, most of his lines <laughs> do tend to be the jokes at yeah. uh, like at Steve or about Steve. So he he's definitely in that kind of supporting role, which I think is why he gets overlooked. But there is a dynamic personality there and there is a, a pretty compelling motivation to him
0: yeah yeah exactly like i the, the fact that he isn't everyone's favorite character it doesn't surprise me in the slightest like that that <laughs> makes sense to me but i just I guess what I just want to do with this episode is to tell people just to watch him and just give him a chance and just like pay attention to this man as you watch the movie <laughs> and you have actually got a really good character here, <laughs> you know. You're just begging people to just watch Jeez. him in every scene. Yeah, everyone, You're, yeah, watch every MCU movie again and watch just Sam Wilson because <laughs> everyone's got the time for that.
1: <laughs> you just want everyone to like him as much as you do,
0: exactly, yeah, like because he deserves it. <laughs>
1: I feel like, actually, maybe this is a good time for me. Do I have notes? Do I have notes? (laughs) I mean, yeah, I wrote down in uh, Civil War, he seems so tired. (laughs) Because, I mean, not gonna lie, he is obviously in Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. And he's not written particularly different in all four of those movies. He kind of serves a a relatively similar purpose. Yeah. But he has this quite consistent character of, he gets the wisecracking comments. Mm. He seems so exhausted <laughs> with everything because he's chasing around Steve movie after movie uh, as Steve like suicidally puts himself in harm's way for Bucky again and again and again. <laughs> and Sam is also just with him. Yeah. And like, it, he doesn't get much screen time to develop as a character. And the lines he does get do tend to just be the the wisecracking like quips. Yeah. But Anthony Mackie is very very charismatic. Yeah, and so you do still enjoy his presence, even though he has very, very limited presence.
0: Anthony yeah. Mackie's very charismatic,
1: and he's very consistently mm-hmm. fun.
0: Yeah, I don't think we've given him enough credit yet. Like he—he he is Sam Wilson. Like
1: he does a great job.
0: That, that's Sam Wilson right there. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's great. I mean, you—you you did an Anthony Mackie marathon recently, didn't you?
0: I'm—I I'm, I say marathon very loosely. I'm trying to watch like a load of his movies. Like, uh-huh. I've, I've been slacking a bit recently but I've, I've watched a lot of Anthony Mackie movies to be
1: fair yes. it's hard <laughs> he has like 50 movies he's been in a lot of shit but yeah I've watched a lot of them <laughs> and do you have a consensus on Anthony Mackie and how that's relative to his performance as Sam
0: it feels like Sam is the performance that's most like him yeah and I don't mean that to discredit what he's doing at all I really don't but it feels like Sam Wilson MCU Sam Wilson is like the most like Anthony Mackie it feels like a lot of the other things I've seen him doing is like uh, it feels like a very different person to him because obviously it feels like he is putting on a bit more of a performance with his other characters who are very different and Anthony Mackie is a very like large personality if you watch any like avengers like red carpet he has taken over the mic every chance he gets
1: (laughs) hi sebastian oh my god sebastian man
0: you're looking looking good (laughs) We we could that is genuinely something we do
1: with each other all the time is that one fucking red carpet bye sebastian
0: I don't know what the fuck Entity Mackey was on that day.
1: <laughs> he might have been high. He was, was
0: just, So funny. I what the fuck he was doing. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious.
1: I mean, we don't love his comments about women sometimes, but you know, otherwise, it's mm. quite funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he said some weird stuff in the past, but I have to admit, I still kind of love him.
1: <laughs> He's very charismatic. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, he really is. Yeah. He's really funny. And he he brings that sense of humour. It is perfect for what the MCU is going for, which is a a lighter tone.
0: Yeah.
1: But still with, you know, personality there.
0: He's able to hit
1: some of the slightly I mean not I know Marvel movies aren't necessarily trying to be like hard hitting cinema, but like when Uh there are emotional moments, Anthony Mackey's really able to like ground them. And then also just be like real silly. Yeah, yeah. I
0: I think he pulls off both very well. I think it does. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I want to know what you think of his suits in pre Falcon the Winter Soldier era, like the um, way the way that they um, compromise with the obviously much more cartoonishly silly dynamic comic costume, which is the, yeah. the case with all of them, and trying to make it look more modern and and you know mundane mm-hmm. to look more like watchable and like, they don't they don't want to be seen as silly so they try and make it look a bit more dull. Yeah. What do you think of the compromise?
0: It slowly gets better, but like you watch him in The Winter Soldier, he has on it- jeans and a t-shirt and wings
1: <laughs> and a backpack like a jetpack. Yeah.
0: It it slowly gets better as it yeah. goes. But yeah, for a while it's atrocious.
1: Yeah, like they really. This is this is the Falcon. They don't want to commit. Falcon, you kidding me? In the comics, are his wings like feather wings? No. Ever? No, they're always like metal, like um, robotic wings. They
0: definitely look sillier.
1: Okay, but they are like metal. Okay. I mean, which they do here, which is I think it it looks fun, but yeah, they they really don't mm want to be laughed at. Yeah. And so they make it look as mundane as possible. And then they lean into, like, the reds and, like, the, the lines yeah. on his, like... And they give him, like, a jacket and then, like, a full suit.
0: Yeah, see so what I mean? Like, it progresses as we go. Yeah. I, I will say, though, I... The one thing I want is... I want Red Wing. I want the real Red Wing. I want that you, bird. You have
1: actual opinions here.
0: I want that Red wing
1: give me So that in the comics, bird. it's a genuine eagle. It's it does. A uh, falcon, sorry, falcon. Obviously, uh, d- and he communes with, I believe. Yes, because he
0: can commune with all birds. <laughs> he fully like <laughs> uses the birds as like his little spies. The thing <laughs> is, we laugh,
1: but we gave a character that once.
0: We did. We wrote a character whose power was to could communicate with birds,
1: <laughs> and I believe we had him. I wanted him to talk to pigeons like a. Rrr, rrr. <laughs> sound which looking back way more camp than i remember that would have been hilarious I,
0: I, yeah i want to reverse my veto yeah and agree because that'd be hilarious that'd be so fucking funny
1: <laughs> maybe a little silly with sam but you want a genuine bird because obviously in the, the movies mm. it's a little like drone
0: it is called red wing
1: called red wing and the, you want an yeah
0: drone. sam does seem pretty attached to to the drone but like i want a bird
1: just write it in that he's not <laughs> easy. <laughs> he got sick of the drones. <laughs> he picks up a bird. Yeah,
0: he, pick, pick, he gets this.
1: It's his a great chance for like a comedic sidekick in New mm-hmm. World Order. You know, he gets a b- an actual bird. Yeah.
0: That, yeah, that's the, that, that's the bird I hates Bucky. New World Order. Amazing. The bird's gonna great. hate Bucky. Maybe they hate l- him a little bit. But they it can
1: land on Bucky's arm though because it's metal. <gasps>
0: yeah. Oh my god.
1: I keeps sitting on Bucky's shoulder and shitting on him. And Bucky's like, I hate this fucking bird. And Sam's
0: like, he loves you! (laughs) Sam's like, don't talk shit about the bird. (laughs) Do
1: you have anything else about him in those first four appearances? Uh, And uh, if you want to bring in the Ant-Man... And (laughs) Ant-Man. ...cameo, you can. What's it called? Tic
0: Tac? (laughs) That's his, like, Mm -hmm. cute nickname for... For Paul Rudd. Uh Uh-huh. Um, yeah, probably. Um... Sorry, this is a very wide scope.
1: Sorry, yeah, I. It, are there differences? We we can break it down if you feel like he Ooh. does. Change or is different. It's just to me, it kind of feels like. A solid, portrayal.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's like a couple of like different. Yeah, like you, you, are right. He does, He is like a very solid character throughout those like movies, especially because I've seen the Avengers movies. They're not going to give him an arc, are they? No, he just flies it's ensemble. Like yeah, and like, but like, I think there are like things in the cap, more things in the Captain America maybe you can talk about. I think we can link it to the the theme, right? We got a theme for a reason. We do. We may as well bring in the theme. Okay. And what I what I meant by faith in a higher power, it sounds very religious, but like what I meant by that is the fact that Sam, like. As someone who is like in the military and as someone who like works with Captain America and the Avengers, he I feel like he goes through that like similar journey that Steve goes through where he learns that like the government ain't shit. <laughs> and yeah. we get that a lot more in Falcon the Winter Soldier, but I do want to bring it up now. Sure.
1: Because it is also Steve's journey that Sam is technically going on with him earlier than his own TV show.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They do a good job of, like, showing that Sam doesn't want to sign the Accords from his own opinion. Because they could have very, very easily just been like, yeah, Sam's following Steve. You know, like, he's doing what Steve's doing. But no, that whole debate that the Avengers have, it starts with Sam and Rhodey debating it it's them two who are debating it and Sam is giving it all of his reasons this, again and obviously it shows that that is why he is friends of Steve because their morals do kind of align like that but I think it's like the start of Sam's like journey which is very up and down of like how much faith can we put in the government and how much do we need to take matters into our own hands you Ooh. know yeah And, like, we get that in the Not My Captain America run as well. We get that a lot, where it's Sam figuring out how he can, like, how his morals can be brought into being Captain America. And the main difference is that he talks about how Steve was very apolitical when he was, like, Captain America. Right. He still, like, pops in here and there, but on the, on like, mainly Steve was took this like position and made it quite like neutral. Mm. And Sam fully holds a press conference and stands up and is like, no, as Captain America, we aren't gonna stand for racism, we can't gonna stand for any of this shit. And he fully makes a political stance. Mm. And it means that his approval rating drops by 50%. Oh Jesus. And people are calling for him to resign. He is. He's on a plane, and a, um air stewardess refuses to serve him, and says, oh, not shit. my Captain America. Oh, S.H.I.E.L.D. won't take hell. him seriously. They right. don't even thank him for bringing them um, crossbones. Right. And, like, we'll, again, we'll get into this more Developing and the Soldier, because a lot of this is him being a black man as Captain America. Mm. But, like... Also, um, they, they do um, make a point of the fact that even though Sam's approval rating has dropped by 50%, Red Wing's approval rating is still at 93%. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> the people still love Red Wing. Well, because birds can't say Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah, basically. And, and, he is, and he is working completely separate from the government and completely separate from, from S.H.I.E.L.D. He is his own man. He is his own agent, whereas Steve wasn't. Mm, that's true. And I just I don't know I just think his whole relationship with like the government I just think it's so interesting because we see Sam and Falcon and Winter Soldier just trying one more time to just put his faith in the government he tries one more time and it it completely backfires mm. and it's just all a part of like Sam's long journey of like who do we trust right. Mm. I don't know if I'm making sense or if I'm just absolutely rambling like hell, but... <laughs> yeah,
1: that makes sense. I mean, that is the very overt core theme of Civil War, is mm. the safest hands are still our own. That's like Team Steve's like yeah. moniker. That's yeah. their little motto that they spray on the side of the car. <laughs> and I think Sam obviously embodies so much of what Steve is, and that's on purpose. Mm. And I think the where it becomes really dynamic is where he kind of keeps following... Steve and what Steve says, and also what he wants, but he's not afforded often the same consequences because he is black. Yeah. Sorry, my cats, my cats are playing. that that's their collars. <laughs> I'm sorry, they've decided to be very rowdy right now. Um, that's what the jingling is. But you know, obviously Sam is not afforded the same consequences because he is black. Yeah, and that's where he starts to get, like, resistance, even in his own stories, even in the MCU, even before Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you can tell yeah. that he is going to face a lot more resistance than this than Steve. Steve's fine. Yeah. He, sure, he's on the run, but, like, he's, he's doing fine. <laughs> he grew a yeah. beard, he's hot. But you can tell that Sam is not going to be afforded the same consequences to that. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And so it is his journey, and it's an even more friction-based journey. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's harder for him to reckon with that.
0: Yeah, completely. Because he, like you said, he faces the exact same problems that Steve faces, but he faces them just slightly differently than Mm. Steve ever would. Yeah. Just for me, can we talk about the scene where he gets the shield?
1: Sure. I mean, yeah, in Endgame.
0: I know we're trying not to do too many specifics to draw out the runtime. No, it's fine. I don't mind. I mean... Firstly, Sam really should have worked harder to make sure
1: Steve came back, but that's a whole other thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's well, that's. I mean, that is maybe worth mentioning is that Sam also functions as, um, like the voice in Steve's head to keep him on the right track. Like he is often the one being like, "Don't go after Bucky." Yeah, it's insane, (laughs) and like obviously Sam is proven to be wrong because Steve should go after Bucky because they're married. Mm -hmm. But he is often this like voice of reason for Steve. Yeah, and. He could have done more of an intervention to to keep Steve from coming back. If that's what the writers would have wanted to do, mm-hmm. which I would have preferred, I think Sam would have been the voice of reason to bring Steve back.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's yeah. worth mentioning, because that is quite important to Sam's role. Yeah,
0: yeah. But Steve does uh, go. Steve leaves.
1: Um, and he comes back as Joe Biden. And he
0: comes back looking just like Joe Biden. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and...
1: It's so fucking funny. Uh-huh.
0: I, I like that when Steve doesn't come back immediately, Bucky realises what's going on. And Sam is, like, freaking out. He's, like, yeah. yelling at Bruce, like, well, like presuming that Bruce just lost Steve in, like, the void somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and Bucky's like, nah. And Bucky's like, nah. And, and then they both look over, and they both realise, and Sam goes up to Steve. He's and a- on a f- the scene, Oh. Oh, this scene! Oh, god! Uh, This—I I remember being in, like, in the cinema with you, because uh, like, obviously Endgame was like a whole cultural phenomenon in itself. Me and Margaret went at midnight.
1: I'd already cried myself out at this point because uh-huh. I-, I was too upset about Tony. Because you're a I-, I, was I was gone. I was gone. I was like, you know what? No, I've cried too much.
0: I mean, that—that that whole yeah. Obviously, we were there, like, at midnight, and honestly, I want to shout out to whoever made the decision for the first, like, character's voice, apart from Laura's, that we hear is Sam's, who's been dusted and <laughs> comes back to life, because that, that was the best moment of my life, when, sa- when like, Steve was standing there, he just had the shit beaten out of my by he's like, I'm about to take on an army by myself, and then all you hear is, hey, Cap, it's me, Sam, can you hear that me? That is very sweet. Me? On That's your so left. Sweet. And then the portal opens. It, it's on sick. your left. He cool. said on your left, Margaret. <laughs> I know. It was me. Everyone was losing their minds because it was obviously the dusted coming back to life. I was losing my mind because it was Sam. <laughs> Sam was. Sam had that moment. They gave that moment to Sam. That 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 is striking. Uh huh. Oh, they did that for me. They did it <laughs> for me. Yeah. Only for you. He says on my left again, and it warms my heart. But, anyways, the shield. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was actually talking about. Yeah. And this moment is just so good. I don't know how Sam isn't absolutely terrified that his best friend is now 90. If you, like, showed up one day and you were 90, I would be terrified. But mm-hmm. sure, good for him.
1: No, if that was us and you were, like, Joe Biden, I would have pushed you in the lake. Yeah. I'd have been like, how fucking dare you? <laughs> yeah. I know you went back in time to be with Barry Kierkegaard in the past, but I am fucking furious. How
0: dare okay, you? Maybe I get Steve's decision
1: now. <laughs> no! That means you side with Peggy, so I'm happy oh, with that. Oh,
0: never. <laughs> no, I'll get to it. Oh,
1: I'll oh, get yeah. to it.
0: Peggy ran incoming. The time's not right, but it will be soon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, God, on, go on talk about the shield. Cause actually, this was this was very touching.
0: Yeah, well, because Sam says to him, like, I'm, I'm glad you you know made a decision that made you happy, but I am kind of sad because it means I have to live in the world about Captain America, and Steve just looks at him, and, and the way he just like and he just opens like the little, like shield bag, and is like try it on, and Sam just looks at him and is like, oh fuck, <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, oh fuck. <laughs> and he puts it on and Sam says it feels like somebody else's and Steve's like but it's not mm. it's not it's yours <laughs> he says to him like you're a good man and I'm like yes and <laughs> fuck <I'm> <gasps> Anyone who says that Bucky should have gotten that shield, Steve yeah. picked Sam, and he picked Sam for a reason. Okay, yeah. no one else should hold that shield. No one, a no single other person, ever. Just Sam. That is Sam's just Sam. shield, and
1: occasionally Bucky when he borrows it.
0: <laughs> yeah, when Bucky likes fights with it, and it's quite cute. That's it's, it. It's
1: adorable, frankly.
0: I love it. No one else. It's <laughs> Sam's shield. Yeah. Because, to just look back at the past, like or five movies or whatever that we just talked about Sam has compassion he has conviction, he has morals he's a good leader this is his shield he represents everything this shield stands for and I don't I genuinely don't trust anyone else to hold it, I really don't yeah. he's the only character who I trust to do the right thing in this That's universe true. yeah I do and every every yes. time he fails, he learns. Like, he He does. just keeps growing, and he keeps trying to better himself. And he will always, always look out for the little man. He always, he'll just ah, uh, this is his shield. This is his moment. This is Sam Wilson's era now. Everyone else can fuck <laughs> off. Yeah,
1: I cosign. It's true. <laughs> it helps that um, I, my mind goes to the like Lord of the Rings comparison of like. <laughs> Who do you give this important moniker to? Someone who could easily be corrupted by it, right? Mm-hmm. That's like that's not what you want, and that could be basically everyone.
0: Yeah.
1: And even though there are a lot of other characters who might make a good Captain America in some ways, a lot of them are like Bucky who are traumatized beyond the point where <laughs> it's it's not the right decision right now. Yeah. They're not quite stable enough to carry that. But I think it helps that Sam is one of the only secure people. In these movies, yeah, who is put together enough that they can handle it? Yeah, it yeah. helps.
0: Yeah, completely. Just, I don't he's the he only just takes, one without takes,
1: a a, a hugely traumatic backstory mm-hmm. who is ready.
0: Yeah, he's, yeah. And he, even then, like bringing in Bucky, like I've argued people on Facebook about this way too much I don't know why but I really I've gotten to a lot of Facebook arguments on like a Marvel Facebook page but so many people like arguing for Bucky and every time I will say Bucky is a follower he's not a leader like and that's okay that's absolutely fine Bucky's a great character I absolutely love him he's one of my favourites he's not a leader he doesn't have those traits and that's okay hmm
1: until he Sam leads the Thunderbolts.
0: Leader. I mean, I don't know if I the Thunderbolts. <laughs> he's he's going to lead them. I don't know. <laughs> Sam, Sam's a leader. I'd say he is. Yeah. You're just so emotional. I'm just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never loved a character so much that we've talked about. I'm like, I'm just getting emotional.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: that's nice.
1: Anything else? Oh, from this so many things. First bit of Sam. Just the, the first four portrayals of him. Yes, of course. Um,
0: I I like that in the end of The Winter Soldier, it's Sam sitting by Steve's bed. You know he's been there for days. It's very yeah. sweet. I like that, as we've said, Sam clearly owns a pair of hair straighteners.
1: Yes, that is, that's vital.
0: He lets Natasha and Sam into his house. Natasha that goes for a shower. Too. Her hair is clearly curly, and the next scene, her hair is straightened. Yep. He has hair straighteners. Which um, I
1: mean, wh- what do we get from this? Obviously, uh, Sam is not a man with hair. No. So, girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, ex-girlfriend? Sister? sister, who yeah. keeps hair straighteners in this house?
0: I don't know, but he he has hair straighteners. He has. Them. I don't think Natasha ironed
1: her hair. No, I, I mean she, she could. St- I think she got she- hair straight. She fucking could, uh-huh. but more likely used hair straighteners. Yes.
0: Um, I-, I like that in every fanfiction we've all agreed that Riley was his ex-boyfriend. I like yes. that we've all agreed on that. Rest in peace, Riley. He
1: kind of has his own Bucky backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is clearly very emotional and clearly very important to him, but we never really get to see. Yeah. And everyone agreed that <laughs> Sam's that's, spy and that's that, his ex. That's his
0: boyfriend. Rest <laughs> in peace, Riley.
1: Who does Sam normally get shipped with?
0: I mean, mainly Bucky now. Right. But before then, every so often they'd, like, pair him off with, with Nat just to, like, make sure everyone Complete in the, the cat full. quartet was, like, had yeah. a partner. But... Yeah, he doesn't... Well, I mean, that's the whole thing of Sam. He never has a love interest in the movies and he never... Yeah. Because, like, he never has, like, massive ships except for Bucky. In the comics mm-hmm. he has a whole thing with Misty Knight, which is very fun. I really like that's cool. together.
1: Yeah. Remember right. when Falcon the Winter Soldier was coming out and you were
0: terrified
1: that they were going to give Sam a girlfriend?
0: Because I'm jealous. <laughs> and then Falcon the Winter Soldier ended and I was like, what the fuck? They didn't give Sam a girlfriend. They gave Bucky a girlfriend. This isn't fair. <laughs> the minute it ended. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're going to be angry.
1: But you would have been sad.
0: I would have been sad. <laughs> I I'm, I'm just, I'm jealous. That's my man. I don't know what to say. Instead, they serviced me with Zemo. <laughs> Zemo? Oh, I was. Did you see yes. the, the scene With Sam without a shirt on? I was very serviced. <laughs> don't That's worry. True.
1: We were both serviced. Uh-huh. Shall we move on? Okay. To Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Falcon and the Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Heroes in a half shell, turtle power. Hey, it didn't have a theme song. I had to make one up. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: But where do what? we even begin? This is the where show. This is the best thing that's ever happened. This to is,
1: me. this is your favorite show. Oh,
0: I love the show. <laughs> it's, it's it's the best Marvel show. And you know what? For a long time, I thought that was just because Sam Wilson was there, and I get very, very emotionally attached. And then mm-hmm. I got to a point where I was like, no. It is a bad show. It just is. I went through the exact same thing with the Eternals. Where for a long time I was like, yeah, I love this movie, but you know, I know all of its flaws and I just really like the characters. And then I hit a point where I was like, no. This is a brilliant movie. And I did the exact same thing with this show. This is a brilliant show. It is so overheated. This is no this is like in no one's like top ten, basically. Yeah. But it is absolutely brilliant.
1: Have that confidence. I, I'm so I happy do. for you.
0: I do have that. For once in my life, I have some confidence in my Fuck own. Fuck it. Opinion. Yeah. This show, the show is incredible. I love it so much. I love that you love it. Uh
1: huh. I mean, I'm lukewarm, but I don't hate it.
0: I'll I'm, watch it. I'll take it. I'll
1: take it. I mean, I'm here for Zemo, all day, every day.
0: The, there is also Zemo.
1: The rest I can give or take, but the Zemo stuff, h- here for it.
0: I'm surprised I has not made it the best show for you. 10 out of 10 <laughs> Zemo. It's,
1: do you know what? If every episode had him, it would probably make it to four stars for me. Yeah. But he's only in two, and you know, it's, uh I have principles. Yeah. Zemo is also above real people for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I have principles. But you know what? Even even I, this show's fun. Even I'm like, relatively lukewarm on it. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah, I, I
0: love it. I think it's really good. Like,
1: and to be fair, I'm, I'm going to absolutely keep all my critiques to myself, because mm. it is not the time and day for that, and I don't want you to be sad.
0: Yes, it will make me sad. I'm very <laughs> okay. fragile.
1: Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll keep them to myself. They don't exist. Luckily, the one thing I do really like about this show is Sam's journey. I have absolutely minimal critiques about the way Sam is presented.
0: Mm-hmm. It's perfect.
1: Let's just not bring up Bucky's journey. <laughs> Let's I, keep that to the side. I don't,
0: I don't even have that. I have problem with nothing. Not a I know. Thing.
1: I love that for you. I'm just saying. The what? Luckily, oh, Sam's journey. The thing I like is Sam's journey, indeed, and it is mostly about him.
0: Yeah, it's it's I say it's mainly it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but, it, it but is it's Falcon. really Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm, and, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> and, and 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 the Winter Soldier. The Winter
1: Soldier. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's more Falcon and um, fucks his name. Uh, what's the other guy? <laughs> what's, the other, what's the other guy called? Um, yeah, John Walker. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the actor's name, and I was like, uh, Russell, um, Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's
1: more, it's more Falcon and fake Captain America, to be honest.
0: Yes, yeah. They
1: should do like a double act. where They're like, dun, dun, dun. I'm the real one. I'm a fascist, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not that. You don't think Marvel I'm not would gonna do ever that? i heard someone say I'm a fascist. It's such a giant tone. <laughs> well, that's the point.
1: That's why it's uh, you know, but buddy comedy. Do you like musical?
0: <laughs> oh look at us, always butting heads. I'm Captain no, America, God. and he's a fascist. You know. Look no, That's kind of what the show feels like to me sometimes.
1: Where it's like, oh, look at us. Isn't this fun? And you are low-key gonna fucking take over the world.
0: Oh, this is lovely. You are so mentally unstable. This man it would kill terrifying. us all if he could. You have so much power. Yeah. You shouldn't have it. Well, I mean, that is also
1: why Sam's journey works. Is Because not only is he going on his own contained journey, mm. John Walker's journey exists to further support the Sam's yes. claim to Captain America. So it is yeah. very, very focused on that one idea. Yeah. Do, you, is... want give us... do also... you want to give us the brief rundown of the show? Just just so we'll like we like, um, know what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. You okay. don't have to say
1: the plot, it's just like what's yeah. the idea of it? Um <clears throat> So
0: um sorry, I'm trying to think how do I like
1: quickly I mean, maybe maybe it's characterized by um Sam doesn't feel worthy of the shield yeah. and it's him learning that he is indeed worthy of the shield.
0: Yeah. Yeah? Yeah.
1: And also showing him what it looks like when someone who is not worthy of the shield has the shield.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: That being Wyatt Russell, John Walker.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's, okay, let's, let's get into it properly because I'm, I'm ready to talk about this show.
1: I'm ready for you to take the lead.
0: I mean, so we start off, right, with Sam giving the shield to the American government. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, like, that's such, like, an interesting move for Sam. Because, again, this is someone who didn't want to sign the accord. This is someone who stole his falcon suit. From, like a locked facility. This is someone who like Steve will say fuck the government when he needs to. And it feels like Sam just had these insecurities of not feeling worthy to be Captain America. Like you know, when he's handed the shield, he says it feels like somebody else's. He doesn't feel like he can be Captain America. And it feels like the American government really took advantage of those insecurities and basically mm-hmm. told him like, "Yeah, you know, if you give us the shield, we'll put it in a museum." We you it, You will literally be there as we unveil, you know, this little exhibit of Captain America's shield in the museum, and obviously this really pisses off Bucky. So like, Mm. but it's such an interesting move because it feels like, for once, we kind of get to Sam get to see Sam being quite like vulnerable. Mm. Like this is purely his insecurities talking. Steve fully believes that he should be Captain America. But he just doesn't feel like he can. And, again, he kind of goes back to how he was, like, pre-Winter Soldier and just puts his faith in an institution, which doesn't give a shit about him, right? Hmm. And, like, I don't really know how Sam feels about the military right now. I'm presuming he's a fan.
1: Uh, Yeah, he seems pretty positive.
0: Yeah, we can presume he's a a fan. He's
1: all in. Mm Mm-hmm
0: but it just adds to that kind of theme of like yeah he is doing what this like institution wants him to do like the, you know the american government wants him to join the military he joined the military we don't know why or whatever but what does what does this do for him he loses his best friend and he has hmm. you know trauma, trauma? <laughs> yeah <laughs> his war PTSD that's what he gets from it he was in the Falcon program. He doesn't have the Falcon suit. They have to, They don't. we never show it, but they have to steal the Falcon suit. And that mm. was him. That was his, he was doing that. That was his project. Yeah. Yeah. And even though it's not presented like that exactly, because obviously it's the MCU and it's very pro-military, to me, it's just another sign of, like, Sam every so often will let his guard down and he will put his faith in the government and they will backstab him and he has to go out on his own again. Because that's yeah. what he learns, right? And that's what he learns in the comics. That's what he learns in um, Not My Captain America. He learns that sometimes you've just got to put faith in yourself and you've got to take matters into your own hands. Because the government, they don't work for you. They don't work for the people. They work for themselves. Right? Viva la revolution. <laughs> Viva la revolution. <laughs> Honestly...
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that it's the military ends up working out quite well, because for me that is the poster child for the institution of mm. die for me, please, yeah. and I won't give a fuck. Like, yeah. they, don't, they don't care for your life in the slightest. They just want yeah. you to go out there and die for them. And it doesn't do anything for you at all. Yeah. And they will never say thank you. And it's kind of a perfect institution for Sam to reckon with. Which is something that, just to the most extreme, could not give less of a shit about him as a person.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what we learn. They, they, they take advantage of him.
1: Yeah. They know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, they they lure him in. They tell him to give him the shield. What do they do? They give it to a blonde white man. <laughs> Who looks
1: bad in the helmet. Sorry, Wyatt. I assume <laughs> that was the point.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they don't want him as Captain America. They yeah. love Steve. Well they, they love and hate Steve. It, Depending it's on a, the day they love Steve. It's a
1: tumultuous marriage.
0: Yeah, exactly. They know that Steve wanted Sam to be Captain America. That's why Sam has the shield. They don't want mm. him to be Captain America. Yeah. They want John Walker to be Captain America. Because he is yeah. just like physically a carbon copy of Steve. It's a white man. Yeah. They look at the this man's medals and technically he passed a, like his, you know, his physical and his mental evaluations. Mm. Technically he passed them. Don't know how. Did, yeah, I don't know how. But <laughs> Fuck knows didn't... how he passed
1: those mental evaluations. <laughs> probably because they didn't test him. They probably didn't That's test probably the point. Role,
0: like, cause they didn't care. Because he just yeah. fit the bill. Yeah,
1: that is, that, is what I, that is what I like the most about the contrast between John Walker and Sam, mm-hmm. is that John Walker is everything Steve is on the surface like he looks like the mm-hmm. poster child he looks dependable and resilient and strong and like morally very like direct and charismatic, yeah. but under the surface he is angry insecure and bloodthirsty at the end of the day
0: yeah
1: and just under the surface has n- nothing that equips him to deal with like people like Carly yeah. Whether that's rogue missions or like actual like superhero stuff, he is not mm-hmm. equipped for it at all. Whereas Sam has everything under the surface that you need to do Captain America's job of being compassionate and intelligent and being yeah. able to adapt and being able to think for yourself and think for other people. Mm-hmm. And just mainly that compassion, to be honest, is probably the biggest thing. Yeah. And they do a really good job of showing that by having John Walker come mm-hmm. out in his first episode and being all, like, sitting on an American football field yeah. and, like, doing an interview where he's all, like, charismatic.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's all very charming. And then, is it the end of the episode or the beginning of the next one where he's just beating the shit out of someone? Like, just absolutely losing his mind mm-hmm. frantically trying to find the location of <laughs> Carly's people just for no reason. Yeah. Just beating the shit out of someone who is clearly unhinged. Yeah. And Sam is just cool, calm and collected the entire show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because completely what you said, we learned that, like, I I think the one thing that, like, Sam and John Walker have in common is they start that show with an idea of insecurity in themselves, right? Because Mm. the first, not the first scene, like, the second scene we have of John Walker He's sitting with his wife and he's talking about how nervous he is and how he feels he isn't ready. He constantly has his wife and his, like, sidekick Lamar, like, you know, having to boost his confidence and back him up and tell him he's got this. And obviously you have Sam who doesn't, who's, like, insecure in himself as Captain America, so he gives up the shield. And it's just interesting to see how these insecurities kind of act in these two very different people. For mm. Sam, he is—he goes on this journey where he overcomes it, and he gets mm. that security in himself, and he stands up at the end. For John Walker, it drives him literally insane. <laughs> literally. To murder. Like, like you said, we see him beating the shit out of people. He takes the super soldier serum because he is just so upset that the Dora Milaje... <laughs> Beat <laughs> the his ass shit ass out of him. It's that absolutely pathetic scene with the Dormilad. Like I said, beat the shit out of him, and he just looks at Lamar and is like, "But they weren't super soldiers. Yeah, it cannot pathetic. compute.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: and it's just the insecurity, and it drives him, and it drives him. And when it gets to a point where they take, you know, the Flag Smashers takes something away from him, they take his best friend. It drives him to murder. Yeah, immediate murder." Mm-hmm. Sam doesn't have that. He has that insecurity about being Captain America. He also feels like he's not quite worthy enough to be Captain America. Does he take the serum? No. No. Does he brutally murder someone on the street? No. Is he no. beating the shit out of people? No. He spends his time trying to reason with Carly as much as he can. He, the only person he properly fights is Batrock, right? He doesn't fight Carly. John Walker is fighting um, the French guy. Yes.
1: Sorry. Yeah.
0: yeah, that guy. He he fights him, but he never yeah. fights Carly. He never fights any of the flag smashers. He spends so much time trying to talk to them because he doesn't feel like he needs to be the big man and I need to beat the, the little girl. Yeah. He doesn't feel that. He doesn't yeah. have that insecurity that drives him. His ego isn't bruised every two minutes like John Walker is. Yeah. Because John Walker is just like a fragile, like ball of anxiety who just lashes out every two minutes. Yeah. But Sam is calm. He knows what to do. And he has the compassion to look past what Carly is doing and look at the reason why. John Walker never does that. He never considers for a minute why Carly is doing what she's doing. Sam Mm. does. Yeah. And he's constantly telling everyone around him. Can you please stop for a minute and think of why is she doing what she's doing?
1: Yeah, you have those like super direct scenes, which I do like how on the nose it is of just like he and John Walker advocating for two different ways of talking to Carly. And John Walker's like, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to break the door down. And Sam is like, you're a fucking idiot. Let me go in there and be nice to her. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it he gets very close yeah. to getting Carly to help out until John Walker smashes his big ass way in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's the question of when you're insecure, do you take it out on other people or yourself? Yeah. And when you have a massive ego, John Walker and his anger issues, he takes it out on other people. And Sam, he takes it out on himself. He gives up the shield. Yeah. He yeah. kind of punishes himself for it. Yeah. But he grows. Cause he grows. Because he's a good guy.
0: Yeah, he just... Because he kind of comes to terms with how much he really does just want to help people and how, if he's going to do that, he needs the shield. Mm. Well, this is also...
1: With. If you go back to the original point, which is we came here from the government doesn't want Sam to be Captain America. Mm. The other root of that is the racism, right? Like, that is the yes. sh- something that the show, I mean, it feels a bit hesitant to tackle it in some ways, but in other ways it doesn't. Mm. Where Sam is not liked by the public because he is a black man as Captain America. Yeah. And one part of the show that does really, really work for me is the Isaiah stuff. Which is just so heartbreaking and so, like, and that really does get to the interesting core of the argument, which Mm -hmm. is you have Isaiah saying, like, don't take up the Captain America moniker. It's not going to help you. It's just going to ruin your life. It's just going to make things way more difficult. Mm -hmm. And Sam who does consider that, but in the end decides for him, his personal choice is that it is worth dealing with the racists saying, not my Captain America, and the people distrusting him, the government not wanting to work with him because for him, it's worth it to take it on. Yeah. And that's what he wants. And I think that's also the really important component of Sam's journey is that yeah. people won't give him loans because he and his family are black.
0: Yeah. Yeah, completely. And like I mean Isaiah Isaiah again brings in Sam having to deal with you know the American government being the absolute worst because like it's it's such like a hard scene to watch as Isaiah sits there and just tells his story, and <sighs> Sam is sitting there, and he you know he's like really struggling to hear this, but Isaiah is just sitting there and being like, yeah, I, I had the serum, I was thrown in jail, I had a wife, she died years ago, I was in jail for thirty years, they hid her letters, they experimented on me, and Sam mm. just has to sit there and hear it.
1: Yeah. And obviously, it is a superhero show, but like that is rooted in what black people did go through
0: and it's, it's still not do. That far off, like it's only no. the serum, really.
1: Yeah, that's the only real difference. Yeah, I think that's pretty important to talk about.
0: Yeah, and I, I like Sam dealing with the reality of how just shit the American government is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I I like that. Like he needs that. Yeah, I feel like that is one thing Captain America really needs. Like. Sure, you can work with the government, but you've got to know that they aren't shit, and you've got to learn that yeah. lesson.
1: And the really, like, the really depressing reality of the fact that as Captain America, you take on the mantle to protect people who maybe don't want you to protect them. Yeah. Because when the general public doesn't want you to be Captain America, it's very tempting to be like, what the fuck am I doing this for if yeah. they don't even want me protecting them? And you see it kind of in a scene that still just really is really mm-hmm. effective when they leave Isaiah's house and they nearly get arrested by random cops just yeah. for hanging out because Sam is black and it's just such a tense scene and it's so mm-hmm. like so depressing to watch and you can they never fully talk about it but you can tell the subtext is that like it's very tempting for Sam just to be like why the fuck would I do this yeah when clearly these people don't want me being captain america yeah but I like that he also makes the decision that for he himself it is worth it. Yeah. He still gets the choice.
0: I mean, I, I do think that it took a lot of inspiration from from Not My Captain America because he goes through that exact journey where, in his like low point in the comics, you know, he's just reminiscing about how like everyone hates him right now, the government won't like fund what he's trying to do. And like he's just he's just like sitting on this plane and he's absolutely miserable. As like everyone around him is just being such a dick, and no one wants mm. him as Captain America. And that little that tiny little section of the run ends with um. Well, earlier in the in the comic, basically, Sam goes out of his way to protect a group of immigrants who are crossing the border. He is like very pro-immigration in this comic, which I absolutely love. Yeah, and there's like great. a hate group trying to stop them, and Sam beats the shit out of them. Hell yeah! To like help the immigrants. Yeah. And obviously that makes it onto the news. And so cutting back to when Sam is on the plane, a lady comes up to Sam and is like. And and like you see her coming up, and you're like, oh god, what is this like white lady? This like white lady gonna say? And she's like, I just wanted to say thank you. My husband's Mexican, and like we really really appreciate what you did. That really meant a lot to us. Thank you for protecting the immigrants. And Sam has that moment of like, this is why I'm doing this. Yeah. And I think he goes to that exact thing in the show where he just has to come to terms of like, why is he doing this? Yeah. Is it worth it? And he, he. because he wants to help people, because he has that compassion, he knows it is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's great. And I think it's important that they do make that distinction that, like, for a lot of people of colour, they just don't want to deal with that, and that is completely fine. Like, the show doesn't say you're a bad person for not wanting to deal with it. That is completely fine. Mm -hmm. But Sam has the choice where he decides he wants to. And
0: I think that's a really important moment of agency for Sam. Yeah, completely. Because, like, you never disagree with Isaiah. You never no like Isaiah is presented completely in the right but what he wants to do and so is Sam yeah
1: yeah oh I I, I genuinely cried when I first time I watched this show and it, it it was that final scene of showing Isaiah the exhibit mm-hmm. genuinely I cried oh that is so effective
0: hmm so- well, I mean the show <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be fair that's the only time I cried but I did I did I'll give it credit I really did yeah it was very emotional yeah
0: I love it. It's brilliant.
1: I think Sam's journey is really effective.
0: Yeah, I th- I, th- I think it's perfect. Think it works so well. Like, yeah, his whole speech when he like at the end of um episode six, where like he is Captain America, he's standing there in the suit, he's got the shield, and he has all these news cameras on him, and he just makes this speech to end all speeches, and it's so good.
1: I love that suit. I know it's very influenced by the comics. I think it looks great. It's basically l- exactly
0: the same as the comics.
1: <laughs> I love that they're leaning into it. Yeah. Don't don't worry that you look silly. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. He has well, big wings.
0: I mean, and just this like little detail, I absolutely love. Obviously, John Walker's suit has no white on it, and the white mm. on the American flag stands for innocence. And Aww. Sam gets his suit, so it has all like the white on it, and it, yeah. just to like bring back what John Walker could never bring.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. You yeah. oh, I
0: love it. Damn it.
1: Now I've brought up episode six. I, the- I kind of just think they shouldn't have tried to do whatever redemption they did with John Walker. It fucking infuriates me.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't like it either.
1: It's a huge no. I No. Yeah, it- to me,
0: he's past the point of redemption.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't do anything for anyone. All I think it does is the military will, like, you can't villainize him. Just make yeah, like, him he, be nice at the end. And
0: so quickly, like, they're like, oh, shit. Yeah,
1: I'm absolutely sure that's what it was, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. Sam looks great.
0: Sam looks great. He's, oh, he's confident now. He knows what he wants. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He stands great. up there, and, like, you know, the the villain, quote-unquote villain of the series has just been defeated. He stands up there and is like, no, she was right. Yeah. listen to what she's trying to say okay you are gonna villainize the shit out of this girl because technically she is a terrorist and that what she did wasn't right but i want you to just use like some critical thought for a moment you <laughs> basically a obsessed, to ask the general public honestly he's just looking at the general public he's looking at his editors like can you please just not use her as a scapegoat? and just think about what she was fighting for. Again, he's got this platform, and he's using it! Like, yeah. he's using it! It's incredible!
1: It does work. I like it. Mhm. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah. his, I think his story works really well. Me
0: too. Is that kind of
1: the end? Is there anything else that you wanted to say? Is there anything else that that's big that we kind of missed?
0: Nothing big, I don't think. Yeah. I do want to address the um the the Peggy of it all.
1: Oh, of course. I'm sorry, how can I forget? Well I, I suppose Sam has not appeared properly since Falcon the Winter Soldier. He is not. But somebody else did in <sighs> What If and in Multiverse of Madness, which is uh Peggy Carter as is it, is it Captain, Captain Carter, that is Captain
0: Carter, Captain America, Captain Britain, whatever you want to call
1: her. Yeah, I think it's just Captain Carter.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh I wanna preface we don't hate women. <laughs> this oh, is yeah. not a this is not a misogynistic thing. I I think it's great that we had like a beefy woman, in theory, just like a, a beefy woman who's mm. has the same does the same things as Steve mm-hmm. as Captain America. It's cool. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's nice seeing a woman have a storyline that is very focused on masculinity, that she is still able to have and pulls off, and it's cool. And it's mm-hmm. nice seeing Peggy, who seems like a nice character, to get some like spotlight instead of being kind of just objectified in some ways. Yeah. But, for other reasons, you are not a huge fan. It is not a misogyny <laughs> thing, I promise. Even it, though we have... You, no, it, we it, have, it isn't. We have bitched about Peggy before, but again, it's not, a, it's not a misogyny
0: thing. It's not Peggy's fault, really. Well, yeah, I have no problem with her as a person. I just have problems with her as a character.
1: Okay. Why don't you tell me what you're thinking and maybe keep the rage to a minimum, but otherwise, just go.
0: Okay, so... you know how many times we've um, said goodbye to Peggy? Just, just how many times we have said goodbye to Peggy?
1: Is it four? I'm going to say four. That's,
0: yeah, let's go with that. I don't have an exact number in my head. I just know that there are multiple movies where I'm like, ah, oh, that is the end of Peggy. Lovely. And then she comes back in the next movie, right? This keeps happening. You know, mm. the first Avenger, you're like, goodbye, you live in the 40s, enjoy your TV show. Mm. She's in The Winter Soldier, and it's like, okay. Oh, you're old now. Yeah, you're, you're old, you've got... You're going to tell Steve to move on. That's great. Goodbye. Love it. Civil War, we take a minute. She's dead. Yeah, we, we take She's a minute for her funeral in Civil War. The but... eulogy. Mm-hmm. Just talking about her. Yeah, I, am. I was like, okay, fine. Fine. Goodbye, Peggy. Rest in peace. You're a lovely woman. Goodbye.
1: Oh, wait, what is that? Oh, a watch? <laughs> a pocket watch? <laughs> what is this I see? Oh, wait, there she is in her office in the past. Oh, and now Steve is ruined forever.
0: So, yeah, obviously in Endgame, throughout the movie, somehow, like, Peggy gets more, like, mentions than, than Sam. Somehow, Steve's like motivation seems to be Peggy throughout that entire movie. He keeps looking at a picture of Peggy. Despite the fact that Sam is dead, and he can possibly bring Sam back to life. You can't bring Peggy back to life. right? Peggy oh. died of natural causes in 2016. You cannot bring Peggy back to life. Peggy has been dead a long time. But for some reason, Steve is focused on Peggy, right? And not Sam. Not mm. his best friend who he could bring back to life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Steve goes off and makes a bad decision. This isn't a Steve episode. Go listen to our Steve episode. Yeah, but we did rant there as well. Mm-hmm. What pisses me off so, so, so much is the fact that you'd think in Endgame, where Peggy shouldn't have even been in that movie, you'd think in Endgame that that is finally the last time we will see Peggy, right? She literally was born in, like, the 1910s! I don't (laughs) even know how she's still alive in Civil War, fair play to her, she must be 100! Good for her. But you'd think... After Endgame, we have finally said goodbye to Peggy. There is no need for Peggy. We have no space for Peggy and that's okay. It's a new era of Captain America that doesn't revolve around 1940s World War II. Okay, it's a new era of Captain America. We have an entire show. We have Falcon and the Soldier, which is dedicating to establishing that Sam Wilson is captain america right and it explains exactly why sam Wilson should be captain america For me that message is shown perfectly naturally there were a lot of people on the internet who don't want sam's captain america and i don't care whatever reason people have to say that he shouldn't be captain america it's racism you're a racist there is no reason this man yeah. should not be captain america isn't the color of his skin okay i don't want to hear any more reasons as to why bucky is a perfect captain america he's not sam is go read a textbook jesus (laughs) fucking christ yeah and the writers and marvel should know that it's harder for sam to be captain america an entire plot line in-universe, is that it's hard for Sam to be Captain America. There's a whole comic run discussing how hard it is for a black man to be Captain America. You know that this this isn't an issue that only exists in Marvel. Racism doesn't exist in Marvel. Racism exists in the real world. Holy shit. Uh Uh-huh. Who knew? People in the Marvel Universe are like, not my Captain America. People outside of the Marvel Universe are like, not my Captain America. They should know how hard it is to try and get it into the world. Sam is Captain America. They are not dumb. They should know how hard it is. So please, for the love of God, tell me why you've decided to completely diminish what you've Fully established, what you established with conviction Sam Wilson, Captain America tell me why Peggy has come back from the fucking dead and is now a version of Captain America in what if a version of Captain America in the Multiverse of Manners. okay, tell me why this has happened, because we've moved on, we've all moved on this is a new era, this is not Peggy's time, and do you know what the Captain America page did in what if came out they put Peggy on the banners. that yeah. That's what drives me insane. Sam was cal- clarified as Captain America in April 2021. What If came out in August 2021. Sam had a few months on the Captain America banner as Captain America. Who then took it over? Peggy. The white woman. Like some fucking conviction like you made this choice you've decided to take this franchise in a new direction it's phase 5 it's a new era Sam is your Captain America and I just I don't understand why we're focusing on Peggy I'm Mm. sorry can someone please just give Hayley Atwell a fucking (sighs) job how does she keep coming back for all this? Is she unemployed? Where is she coming from? Get her a test for all I care. Like, why does Get she. Get her keep a new season back? of her show. And just give her something. Why are we bringing up. Her- she died in 2016! She died! She is chronically dead! Okay? And do you know what you've done? You've just given all of the racists. A shitload of ammo as to why Sam can't be Captain America. You've, you, what you said is, what you've said is, you're like, do you know what? Fuck you guys. Sam Wilson is Captain America. But also, just in case you don't want Sam Wilson as your Captain America, he's, he's he's a load of Peggy content for you instead. That's what they've done. It's zero conviction. It's pathetic. Okay? They've had their cake and they want to eat it too. That's what they want. They want to show that they're not racist because Sam Wilson is our Captain America. No, you don't give a shit about that. Because if you did, you would stand by your decision. And you wouldn't give us the Peggy option. Okay? That's why they've done it. And it pisses me off. So fucking much. I don't care if it's a fun alternate universe. I don't care if it's a fun addition to Multiverse of Madness. Penny should not be standing there saying I can do this all day. Fuck off. Fuck off back to the 1940s. I'll (laughs) rewatch the first Avenger if I want to see you again. Okay? Stop giving people another option. You haven't done this for anyone else. No one else has had this. To be fair, I think
1: I think Jane maybe is the only other thing that's a little similar. -hmm. Well, like Thor is still around. Too fair, Jane's dead, actually. They did kill her off, didn't they? They
0: killed her off. Just have conviction in what you're doing. This is meant to be the new era. It's meant to represent everyone. We're meant to be getting more diverse. It's brilliant. It's great. But it's like they don't stand by what they say. Uh
1: huh. (sighs) I feel you. I mean, I think if you're asking why, I think it's just an unfortunate coincidence of the multiverse. Which is, they like planned ideas for what if. They clearly got very excited about Captain Carter. Mm -hmm. Haley Atwell's obviously interested, so they're like, okay, we'll do an episode about that. Like, that was the opening episode. They clearly got excited about that. And then when Multiverse of Madness happened, they were like, okay, we need a bunch of characters. Who do we use? Oh, Haley Atwell's down. She's apparently free again, still. And, you know, that'd be fun to see on screen. It's just a quick cameo. She gets killed immediately. I think it's. I don't think they are backing out... I don't think they think they're backing out on Sam. I think they just thought it was a fun alternate universe thing to include. But I do see how it does, unfortunately, probably feed the racists a bit. But I don't think... I don't think that's what they're thinking about. I don't think they even considered it. And I know that the Twitter page pissed you off, and I do completely understand, but I I genuinely think that was just a random, like media, but not intern because they don't have those anymore, but you know, like just the the person who runs the media account and they were like, oh Multiverse Man is coming out, promote it by changing the thing. Like, oh, what is coming up? Change the thing. Mm. I get what you mean. I do. I know it's very personal for you because you do love Sam.
0: Yeah, this is, this is, my rage is partly personal. but It's also, I don't know, it's just, it's just pissed me off. Yeah, I know. It's
1: I was there. I watched the rage build as (laughs) Peggy became more and more relevant.
0: I just I can't I can't do it anymore. I can't see fucking Peggy again. I can't do it. Yeah. I am shaking right now. I am so angry. I'm shaking with rage. Okay.
1: We don't love getting angry on this podcast, do we? Not when we can avoid it. But we couldn't avoid it today.
0: I, I I couldn't avoid it. That's okay. Do you have anything else? Oh, we've got to end on a nice. Anything story. more positive? Um, I I like that we're getting to know Sam's family more and <laughs> more. To yeah, let's talk about Gideon Wilson. Oh my king! I love him. <laughs> he says nothing. Well, I didn't realize there is an ever so slight like nod to Gideon in Falcon the Winter Soldier because when Sam's calling in favours from the community he's like hey it's Sam, Paul and Darlene's youngest boy Oh, like that was them confirming that he is not the only son in this family and then She-Hulk happened and Gideon Wilson was <laughs> on the screen My like, King Gideon I love you I love is, this,
1: is this how I sound sometimes? Yes. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we both sound sometimes.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. I love that. I love that. You love it. I'm very happy for you. I'm what? glad you get little tidbits.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause like I have like a lot of head cannons in my head of like Sam's family, and it was kind of weird watching Falcon and Soldier and having to like, adjust my head cannon. In my <laughs> mind, Sam's like parents were alive. They're clearly not yeah. alive. Yeah. But, like, and, like, I had, like, some, like, head cannons for this family, and I was like, okay, Falcon and Soldier, we can work together here. <laughs> yeah, <You laughs> well, we
1: can compromise. Yeah, we
0: can compromise with each other. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they brought in Sarah, and I like, love Sarah, and they brought in Gideon. Well, they haven't properly brought in Gideon. He's on the news for some reason. He is.
1: Talk. He's a news... Oh, he's not news anchor. He's on the news.
0: No, he's the anchor.
1: Oh, he was the anchor. Okay. Yeah, that's his job. Love that.
0: Film. He's a minister in the, in the comics. He's also a super <laughs> nah,
1: villain. Gave up that life. <laughs> nah, not yet. Still got time. To be fair, I have also had to compromise with Falcon and Winter Soldier because within World, I'm not married to Zemo, but that's right. okay. There's always space. And I've also right. had to mentally realise that, like, yeah, when I watch it, we're not together yet. But that's okay because there's always space for that. There's always room yeah.
0: for Emphasis me to then meet him. On yet.
1: Yet. Mm-hmm. I uh, it'll depend on what happens in Thunderbolts. If he's back in prison, it's it's kind of it's it's hard to be married to a man who's in and out of prison all the time. Mm. I can relate to Charles Xavier. (laughs) It's really (laughs) tough to be married to a guy who's constantly a terrorist and going back in prison. It's a tough life. But you know, I have um his butler boy to hang out with sometimes. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, he
0: can keep company. He's he's old though.
1: He better have a young version because uh that man's not sticking (laughs) around much longer. He was very old. (laughs) Like I need, I need like a son, Gr- yeah, grandson. Yeah,
0: has a son, and it's like a dynasty to work for the Zemo family.
1: Yeah, do you think they're like, related to the Alfreds?
0: I was going to say like Alfred. Yeah, yeah. Is that the Marvel version of
1: Alfred? Yeah, I think that is the Marvel version of Alfred. <laughs> Zemo's His son can be Andy Circus, and that's how they connect. Yeah. A variant.
0: Yeah, his son is Andy Circus. There we go. Andy Circus is back. He's not Ulysses claw anymore. Yes.
1: Nope. He's back. And I get to hang out with Anthony Circus while my husband's in prison. Yeah, there you go. That's that fine. Works. While that Zemo's in prison, I can go and shag Matt Murdock. That's my fantasy. I'm Just the... in case anyone was curious, you know? I Everyone was I obviously to know. clamoring to find out <laughs> who I wanted to shag in-universe. And it goes from, you know, mm. top three, Zemo, Daredevil, Jen. That's, that's a good list, yeah. Top three. Yeah, yeah. that's a good
0: list.
1: Thank you. Who's your top three?
0: Honestly, Sam, <laughs> Sam, and Sam.
1: I know your top three. It's cool. Sam, Yelena. Come
0: on. It's such an obvious one. Shit. You'll kick yourself.
1: I'm gonna kick myself. Like, you
0: genuinely will.
1: Oh, Druig. <laughs> yes. Well, okay. Sam, Druig, Yelena. Or yeah. Druig, Sam, Yelena?
0: Uh, hmm. Are there strings attached? No. Maybe we would sh- just share Drewick then. Yeah. Cause like, and then marry Sam.
1: Love it. Like we both it. have a villain at the top. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, no offense to Drewick, but as close as you get,
0: they're both kind of on the fence a bit.
1: Yeah. You know. They're a little too inclined to terrorism, I think.
0: Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I I tried to think of a game we could play. Yeah. But I don't fully know. And I was gonna look at Letterboxd and then I realised I had half an hour before you were gonna call me.
0: Mm. Can we just do like the fanfiction section or will we pass I
1: dunno. What do we what do we do in season two? Do you wanna plan New World Order? What would you write for New World
0: Order? Okay. Okay, but you've gotta chime in too. Of course. Okay, New World Order. So we want. I don't want any of the shit of Sam coming to terms of being Captain America. Now I We've want been done solid new. Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he fully recruits um, Torres. Oh yeah, I that guy, the new Falcon. He fully yeah. like recruits and is like training him. Uh huh. So it doesn't look like we're gonna get any Bucky's. I think he. I think he needs Torres.
1: Yeah, I think Bucky's busy. Salad yeah busy being evil who knows
0: I reckon we could introduce Misty as well why not
1: yeah I don't think about her what's she like
0: she's very fun she's just really badass and really cool (laughs) (laughs) okay she's in the she's in in Luke Cage she's actually Uh like in the Netflix universe oh cool but yeah her and Shana are a massive thing in the comics okay do we know who the main villains are? For New World Order? I don't think so. I swear, people have been like cast as the villains, but like... Oh. Oh, is it, isn't Harrison Ford in it?
1: Oh, he's um, Thunderbolts, I think. He's and and he's in this one as well. Oh, okay. I have to be very careful
0: typing in New World Order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've got to <laughs> change that title, right?
1: Yeah, I, I don't love this.
0: Again, can Marvel please just think twice (laughs) anything Sam-related? Because,
1: um... Yeah. They need
0: to stop fucking up.
1: Yeah. Oh, and that's the first episode... Oh, and and it's not giving me the movie, it's giving me the first episode of the show.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because that's also called New World Order. Great. (laughs) um Okay, IMDb. They really are just like us,
0: aren't they? Just pick a few keywords and like, yeah, this works for everything.
1: (sighs) I think one of the women on the cast list is his sister. Oh, yay. Look, this is IMDB. I don't know. It has, like, Isaiah here. I don't know if Isaiah would be there. I don't know if there's just people there guessing.
0: It'd be quite fun if he could interact with um, Elijah a bit, because I'm presuming we'll get him Young Avengers.
1: Yeah, he's cute.
0: That'll be I like that.
1: There's a couple guys. A couple people here. But yeah, I dunno. It's not giving me much. No. Maybe it was just speculation.
0: I mean I'm not gonna lie, I just kinda want like a good Captain America film. I want like a solid You do have um Beef in the Past, don't you? Well yeah, because Captain America only has two films. That's why he doesn't have a third. <laughs> that was a typo. And they accidentally wrote Captain America Civil War when they were meant to write Avengers Civil War. Fun fact.
1: To be fair, I always forget it's not an Avengers movie.
0: Because it is an Avengers movie. Because it is an Avengers movie. It's literally an Avengers movie. (laughs) Honestly, Justice for Serpent Society. Justice. (laughs) For that movie.
1: But not gonna lie, if it was another movie of Hydra, I might have dipped.
0: Not necessarily Hydra, but I want I want that I want the Winter Soldier vibes. I love the Winter Soldier vibes. I just vibes. assume
1: that's what the Serpents were.
0: I think it's a. Se- I, I don't that know. The- if it's a branch of Hydra, but it is like an organization.
1: Oh, okay, I, I thought you know Hydra's sn- snacking, so. Yeah. Okay, a different society of snakes.
0: And they might be related to Hydra. They probably are, but I, I think I mean- it is like a a squad.
1: Are they going to do, like, Sam Wilson, Serpent Society? Like, are they just going to be like, oh, remember that Serpent Society thing? Yeah, yeah, let's do
0: that. Honestly, I think I would lose my mind if they confirmed Serpent Society. That would be my, like, vindication. (laughs) Yes. Sure. Also, what would happen? I don't know, so I'm trying to figure
1: out. What kind of villain would Sam need to face? What kind of a person works with his journey? Because John Walker
0: was good. He was kind of perfect. <laughs> he back.
1: I mean, if they're going back in like an espionage-esque movie direction, you could have, what was the name of his girlfriend? Um, Missy. You could go in like a direction of them kind of working together and maybe mm-hmm. she's evil, but then maybe they still fuck, you know? You could go in a James Bondy direction a little bit with less misogyny and more
0: birds. I'm, imagine an Anthony Mackie-led like James Bond movie. Oh, I think would I'd he be die. a good
1: James Bond? I mean, he's too American.
0: Yeah, obviously. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I think he would. Do you think? I, I think I would. I think I would actually die <laughs> if he did the Bond stuff. Uh uh-huh, I'm not making it out of that cinema.
1: I think he'd be a good Mission Impossible character, but maybe not no. James Bond character.
0: No, fuck off! What? Fuck off right now! How- what I do just, you mean? That's an Insult! Those, those movies are great. No, they're not. <laughs> I yeah, think they're fun. A few of them are good. It's just. I think he'd be good <laughs> in one Cruise's of the good ones. Tom vanity project. No, no way. It's James Bond or nothing.
1: I think you'd make a good Mission Impossible movie if you replaced Tom Cruise with Anthony Mackie.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: Then are you on board?
0: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe.
1: I don't know how many times you can look at me dead serious in this episode of just like,
0: ah, <laughs> fully considering.
1: You really are. Maybe. I
0: don't think I've don't ever know. seen
1: you so serious in your life.
0: This is life or it's death. It's serious business. Yeah. This is whether of my entity making could lead Mission Impossible. It's a serious business.
1: Do <laughs> we have evil Sharon? You know? I mean, she's maybe a villainous. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what I that was. I think
0: she is.
1: Is she in Thunderbolts? That would feel know. silly. I don't, think she, I don't think she's been confirmed. Okay. Maybe she's the bad guy of... Yeah, I don't feel. But to me, she's not to me a very interesting personality for a bad guy. She's just kind of right and sad, and like yeah. I, I, I'm fine with her making bad decisions. But she's not evil, you know. Like she's not fun to be evil.
0: Yeah. I don't think there's anyone else we meet in like Liverpool or I don't. I don't know. I'm just trying to think what morals someone would have to be like the perfect antithesis for Sam that isn't like John Walker.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think what they've done with Captain America in the past, but it was just Nazis, Nazis, Nazis. Nazis
0: and... um, Tony. Occasionally. A contract. A a piece of paper. paper.
1: (laughs) I I suppose technically um,
0: Thunderbolt Ross, so you know. But I don't think Harrison Mm -hmm. Ford is going to be evil. I mean, I'm I'm down for like the government to be like a minor antagonist I want them to keep butting heads I want that to be an obstacle for him.
1: I think the government's always a minor antagonist (laughs) whether they're (laughs) trying to be or not I think they're always a minor antagonist It's just life isn't it (laughs) they're the minor antagonist in my life
0: yeah
1: (laughs) I think you could do something really fun with Misty yeah maybe he has to work with her then maybe she seems evil but they're still kind of in love
0: Yeah, I I think you'd have fun with them.
1: That sounds fun because I don't know—are they gonna go back to that, um, like stereotypical action movie, spy esque espionage kind of tone, like they did with Winter Mm. Soldier? We don't really know. Because that could—that would be kind of what that is. I feel like. Yeah. They could edge into. I don't think Sam would make much of it. I don't know if Sam's much of a spy though. He seems a bit too like. Honest and genuine. Well, the thing is, he
0: puts on a baseball cap and some sunglasses, <laughs> and he's invisible, so I think he's but a brilliant
1: spy. He's only doing what Sam, what Steve taught him, and Steve oh taught God. him that when you put on the baseball cap, you're invisible. <laughs> to be fair, that's one of the more endearing things in Falcon the Winter Soldier is... I, I, I happened to watch episode four this morning when I tried to watch something for this, mm-hmm. and... Um, Zemo is the one, my king, who is doing all of the spy shit and getting the information, and Sam is just yeah. kind of walking around like, does anyone know this woman? Why are you running away?
0: <laughs> like, I Meanwhile, Zemo is, like, creeping up to children singing. Bah, bah, Like, Phil <laughs> so, like, Tilda Swinton, like, would you like
1: some sweeties, child? What can I say? He's the perfect man. <laughs>
0: But <laughs> All men should have the same vibe as Tilda Swinton in Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe.
1: Not gonna lie, I would absolutely shag Tilda Swinton in Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe.
0: I don't quite get it. She's hot! Sue me! Again, this is also adding to my case of Watch Oakja. Yeah. She's in that's it. That's
1: fair. She's is she insane. weird and sexy?
0: Everyone, All the villains in this... Film, except for Carlos Esposito, are weird and pathetic. Oh, but there's a twist with Tilda, okay. which you will appreciate, but you also okay. won't appreciate because it makes her less sexy.
1: I see. Okay.
0: Anyway, <laughs> that's
1: something I found endearing about Sam. That he is not a spy, mm. which I guess is slightly like Steve. Like he's not cut out for this. I don't think fully. Maybe he could try, but mm. I, I think- don't think. He is the sexy, smooth, spy thriller guy. To be fair, he's pretty smooth in Falcon and the Winter Soldier when they go to Madruple.
0: He also looks incredible. He looks.
1: They all look oh great. God. Honestly, squad. They all look fantastic.
0: Squad. Oh, but also, I soup. feel like. We need Sam in more suits, please.
1: <laughs> the crux of that scene is the fact that Sam doesn't say anything, because if he does, he'll give himself away. He just drinks a snake. <laughs> he just drinks a snake. And I feel like. If if it were in like a spy thriller kind of genre, mm. I don't think he is James Bond. I don't think that's well, in his character.
0: You you say that. The Winter Soldier is a spy thriller. Steve is not a spy. Natasha is a spy, and so they they get by. I don't want to redo the entire thing of Winter Soldier. I don't want to redo that again, but like it is possible to have a spy thriller led by someone who isn't a spy. Sure. As long as you I'm have just... a spy with you. Sure.
1: Missing. The spy to accompany you.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I suppose I yeah, he I, I don't think he is a spy. Mm. But I think some of the humor could be that if he speaks he gives himself away and that kind of thing. Yeah. It could still be fun. Yeah,
0: because yeah, yeah, you're right. He's completely not a spy. Like he's he's more of a spy than like we're a spy. <laughs> yeah, but everyone's <laughs> a
1: spy more than we're a spy. <laughs> Literally anyone. Do you not think we'd make good
0: spies?
1: Depends. Where am I spying?
0: Um. Let's let's say you're like 005 Okay. Can I be 3 Three's my favorite eight. number.
1: Thank you. Um. Well, I'm not. I'd get a bit scared as soon as the guns start going. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I'd be a bit. Maybe not. Though. I'd be a bit nervous. <laughs> Okay. <gasps> to be stuff. fair um, to be fair I am a good liar. I think I hmm. could I could do the, the the talks the talky stuff. I yeah. could go up and get information from someone maybe mm. but as soon as I start having to run <laughs> I think it's a no-go <laughs> I don't think it's for me
0: right okay
1: okay What about you? where, where what's your greatest spy strength?
0: I mean, obviously, again, it's not the running, it's not the car chases, <laughs> it's not the guns. Is it anything? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it would lean in more to the... I, I I'm not a bad liar. No. I'm, I don't think I'm a bad liar.
1: I think this is... I'm very good is... at
0: telling when people lie. Sure. I can do that.
1: I think this is uniquely suited to you in the sense that it's a job where all you have to do is follow instructions, and I think you would find that calming. Like, all you have to do is, in the headpiece, be like, okay, go into this room, plug this thing in, yeah. talk to this person. I think that's what you're uniquely suited for, is I think mm. once the, the pressure's off, you don't have to make any decisions, I think yeah. you could relax.
0: Just listen to M. Yeah. Get into- I, I, I wouldn't be very good when the plan starts to go awry, Sure. I'd panic a little bit. Right. For both of us, as long mm. as
1: nothing goes
0: wrong, we could mm. probably do it. Yeah, if nothing went wrong. And maybe if it did, we could hold it together for a minute. And then yeah. when the mission's over, we'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> to be fair, I think if we were together, we would be okay. You know? Weirdly, I think it would be worse do you think yeah because I like get embarrassed very easily especially when it's people like I know oh,
1: around me I see okay I,
0: like I'm very funny about embarrassment but I'm I'm better when it's people like I don't know around me so at least you'll never see them again if like em- I like embarrass myself or fucked it up in front of you that would keep me up at night for like five right. years I I, I think understand. I'd be better by myself There's less... yeah I think I'd be better by myself okay that, that's but... fine <laughs> That's okay. We can team up on some missions. Okay. But I think I am a lone agent. That's fair.
1: (laughs) But I think Sam is still probably better than us.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) But he's not as good as, like, yeah, Nat would be.
1: Yeah. But yeah, maybe Misty could... And that's also... I feel like if Misty was a character involved in that... Mm -hmm it's kind of adding to the dynamic in Stephen Net because Stephen Knapp's dynamic was obviously very platonic obviously yeah. some people want to shag and you know good for them they have great chemistry but it doesn't develop into anything romantic yeah and I think that could be a strength of Sam and Misty's relationship yeah. potentially is building on that by actually having it become romantic mm-hmm. and kind of sexy yeah
0: that could be fun that could be very fun
1: I'm down for that does Misty have superpowers? don't
0: think so okay just a cool person
1: she's so. just very cool a chill person Mm -hmm. that sounds fun
0: they are very cute to be fair I like them yeah Yeah. or
1: what's the location
0: can we go into Europe sure I'm a bit sick of Washington and New York can we go to
1: like we did spend most of Falcon and Winter Soldier in like Eastern Europe though didn't
0: we yeah I'm thinking more like France Germany love Go to France? That. You're France? Mm, do we want to go to France? <laughs>
1: uh, hold, on, hold up, wait, but do we actually want to go to France? Hold on.
0: We watched a movie and we're like zero stars, too much France. <laughs> <laughs> forced to see the French zero stars.
1: <laughs> I dunno, it could be fun. I feel like, yeah, has Marvel ever gone to France? not with that attitude. Harry, let's go. What one I <laughs> I was going to say I mean, let's go in French and
0: I realised I didn't know it. <laughs> the only line in Falcon Moon, and the Soldier that made me cringe like hell is when Sam finally beats Batrock in the fight in episode 6 and when he leaves, Sam just goes au revoir and then slides out the window. <laughs> I was like, Joss, how did you get in here? Joss Whedon? Is that you? Joss Whedon returns. Because no one writes clips that bad, like, in, like unless it's Joss Whedon.
1: Yeah, not no, like that's hilarious, but taking it seriously, that's awful.
0: It what like, is- I don't know. It, it feels like, and the way he said it as well, it felt like they didn't give Anthony Mackie enough takes. So I feel like it right. could have been really funny, but he just kind yeah. of goes "Au revoir" and then flies out. <laughs> like, say it was some like you know embellishment.
1: Yeah. The, the director was really intent. It's a serious moment. Mm. Au revoir. <laughs> Au revoir. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, in our movie, what are we calling it? Because no offense, I ain't calling it New Old Order. Mm-hmm. Is this Captain America Serpent Society that we always deserved?
0: Yeah. This is yeah? Serpent Society.
1: This is Serpent Society.
0: Yeah.
1: What role is Torres. What's he doing?
0: I think we can do just the, the very easy like mentor mentee kind of storyline like sure. Sam's trying to train him a bit. It's hard because like in, in the comics Torres is a lot younger. This is fully a grown right. man so we can't quite make him like childish, really? We can't make him right. be like, oh, I want to go on my own and send." like, no, you can't. You're not ready. It feels a bit weird when he's like, he's here. <laughs> to peer. be fair,
1: I don't want to bring a child on this espionage mission. I feel like that no, kind no. of ruins the mood.
0: No, no. So, I mean, we're working with the Taurus we have, and that is a grown yeah. man.
1: Yeah. I feel better about this. Mm. So, is he, is, he, is he fun and goofy? I feel like, I don't. are we bringing him with us? Because that seems like a lot. I feel like he'd get in the way of the the cool sexiness going on.
0: I think we are bringing him with us, but we're going to come up with excuses as to why he's somewhere else a lot.
1: Is he at all a tech guy, Torres?
0: He is seen fixing Sam's, like, wings a little bit. So Maybe he could can... be.
1: Do we make him a guy who's, like, on hand, fixing stuff nearby in the earpiece? Maybe helping out, but not with him?
0: Yeah. Yeah, what if we, like, propose but not fully make him like Falcon early on, and have him fixing Sam's wings for a lot of the movie, and, like, imagine him putting them on himself. And, That'd like, be nice. having a moment of, like, yeah, he's Falcon. We
1: wanna, sure. We want
0: to give him... If we're bringing him in, we're gonna fully establish that he's Falcon, right?
1: Sure. Yeah. Also, maybe he's with them, he's kind of, like, acting as, like, Q or something, like a tech guy, mm-hmm. who's, like, In the city with them, but it's like a building away, and it's like, talking to them through the earpiece. And he he has brought the wings with him, and while Sam's out, he is secretly fixing the wings, but he doesn't want Sam to know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he, like, comes and helps in the end. Yeah. Do we want Sam, like, to be proven wrong a bit? Like, do we want it to be like a...
1: Why not? Give him some complexity. Yeah, yeah. Underestimates him in some way... Yeah. Is too reckless himself. Maybe, I mean, maybe he jeopardizes the mission because he mm. believes what Misty is saying and that means he's wrong.
0: Yeah.
1: Sure. Something to that effect.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, what's the sister doing? Because we want her to be here, but not gonna sister. lie, if she's just on the phone the entire time, I want her to be present.
0: But also, like. Look- <laughs> what if she happens she's to Paula be on like in france. She's, on,
1: she's on like a girl's trip in france <laughs> and it's like oh my god sam you're in the city and he's sam. like there's a bomb under the city there's a bomb under the city get she's out like, and she's what? like oh you're breaking up sorry I, we're just in a strip will see you later
0: you're coming out tonight sam and all the girls on the phone are like yay sam. oh my god sam oh my god. <laughs> he comes like, over like the city <laughs> like mid-mission comes over and they're like oh my god sam hi they give him like a party hat and stuff. He like joins the Hindu.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. I was gonna say it's her Hindu, but she's not bearing Bucky yet. Someone else's Hindu.
0: Yeah, her like best friend's Hindu.
1: Yeah. And they're doing
0: it in Paris.
1: And mm. I, I assume Misty's not the villain.
0: No, maybe as a minute we can think she is, but she's not.
1: Maybe the true villain is the French government. You
0: know. <laughs> I thought you were gonna end on the French. <laughs> And the true villain
1: <laughs> is it was the French. French all along. I just watched All Quiet on the Western Front. I can't go through this again. <laughs> I can't deal with that again. Yeah, whoever. Yeah. Maybe it's someone in the French government. Yeah. As long as it's not someone quite similar to Sam, also with, like, a bird suit who fights him at the end. Because I don't want that, really. No, no. And in this movie he gets a real falcon. Yes. He goes,
0: it's like a pet store and he buys a falcon, (laughs) because you can buy them there.
1: (laughs) His sister buys him a falcon or something. Or is it like like, one attacks him at some point by accident and like he gets stuck with it and they like begrudgingly become good friends?
0: (laughs) I love this little like F plot of this spy thriller. It's like Sam's like buddy. he comes over to Misty with, like, a falcon. She's just like, why the fuck do you have a falcon? He's like, I don't know, it's just there. She's like, we're on a mission! Why are you a giant bird? We're trying to blend in! And he's like, yeah, but that's a, a nice bird, you know? caw <coughs> I know, we besties, we bonded, and do to say.
1: Or does he hate the bird the entire time, but then the bird saves him at the end. Oh. Uh, he's like, like, you know fork. what, birds? We're friends. <laughs> oh my god, it's forks.
0: <laughs> I think
1: this works.
0: Uh-huh. He's like, you can be red Wing too. <laughs> Oh, Redwing 2.0. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We need, we need more of, like, the comics pets in the MCU. We've got Lucky in Hawkeye. We now need Alpine and we need Redwing. Okay, I want them both What's now. Alpine? Bucky's cat. Aw, that's sweet. It's an adorable cat. Hopefully I it like that. The cat and the bird will get on.
1: Fucking um, no. hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be we'll fair, the cat would be
0: dumb to take on a falcon, I think. Yeah, It'll I don't try. think that...
1: Oh, not Bucky's cat though. Not Bucky's. Does the cat, cat also have a metal arm? I
0: I don't think so. Wait, three-legged
1: cat? It... Yeah. <gasps> Whoa! Uh, Rihanna just Rihanna has a picture behind her. She has a bunch of um like fan art of Marvel characters. Can I see? Oh, mm-hmm, Alpine. that's Alpine. I think it should be like a three-legged cat, like Bucky.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe they have like wheels for legs, you know? One of those cats. Yeah. That'd be really sweet.
0: (laughs) You know, they have like little wheels in the back.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway.
0: Is that it? Did we do it? Sort of. Cool. Nice. (laughs) We did it. We did it.
1: Anything else you want
0: to leave us on? Um everyone stop sleeping on Sam Wilson. Yeah. Um Unless you're him. Misty. Feel
1: free to sleep on Sam Wilson.
0: <laughs> uh, yes. This Unless is it's you.
1: You me. can physically sleep on Sam Wilson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, um appreciate him. He's Captain America whether you like it or not. Yeah. Lovely.
1: And Rhiannon hates women. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just Peggy's! <laughs> That's all we take away from this.
0: Pamela hates all Peggy's. Don't say that! That's short for Margaret! <laughs> I don't know how to tell you, I'm sorry. How fucking dare you! Yes, yeah, so I'm trying to get rid of all the peggies in my life. Oh, Jesus just, they're just so toxic, you know?
1: It's fine, Zima will get his revenge. He <laughs> can't lose it's... another wife. You can't do this to him.
0: He is quite imprisoned, though.
1: Do you see what happened last time? Someone killed his wife. Are you ready for
0: Britain to get raised into the air? I don't know. Just, I mean, I'll be concerned when he is released from incarceration. Sam's gonna be the one who does it, so look out for that. Again, <laughs> again. <laughs>
1: hey, Zemo I knows love French. That. It's
0: like a running thing. <laughs> that that's really funny.
1: Zemo knows French. He can come and help out in Serpent Society.
0: Can you imagine if like like. Torres and Sam and Misty and are there and they're like shit none of us can speak French and Sam's like I know what we've got to do and they're like hire an interpreter <laughs> and he's like no I know the one man for the job who's ready to bust Zemo out of prison they're like no 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 we could just hire a translator Wait, there's like a nope. box here there's no, no, only no, no, one no. way to do this
1: or they're like in a cafe and Sam's like shit I don't know any French this would be really helpful and then just someone who's sitting behind just turns around and is like bonjour and it's Zemo oh, and yeah. he's like oh my god Jay's <laughs> like you called? Did somebody French say? Barrett and Zemo? Fucking hell. Oh
0: my god.
1: They're like, who is this guy? He's like, this is my friend, terrorist friend.
0: Oh, This is my terrorist murderer friend.
1: <laughs> this is my terrorist friend. We, we all have one. They're like, we don't. None of us do. Sure
0: they're just sitting like, isn't that the guy who killed King T'Chaka? And they're like, yeah, I don't know. It's complicated, man. It's, yes,
1: but also, he's my friend.
0: Yeah, but we're also like best friends,
1: you see. One time yeah. we... I don't, I don't even know what they did to I'm trying to think what they did in the show and I'm like, they uh um... You know. They, had an adventure. They
0: bonded over Marvin Gaye.
1: They did. You know, this guy likes Marvin Gaye. And he's out of line, but he is right. So we're friends now. No, like, okay, yeah,
0: that's reasonable.
1: Yeah, it checks out. Mm-hmm. He's also hot, which they will say because I wrote it. He is the right. sexiest man
0: alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ten minutes of like, wow. Isn't this man so attractive? And shouldn't he marry Margaret? Yeah, he should!
1: What are you wearing? Honestly, get up. Give us a little twirl. Just like, yeah, Sima, work. <laughs> Do a runway walk. Stunning. Anyway. hmm Yeah. That's the scene that I write. Seema right. does a little fashion walk in a cafe. Right, okay. okay. And then teaches them how to say, like, snake in French and then leaves. And that's all he was there for.
0: That
1: is it. Tora's like, wow, too bad we don't have Google
0: to bring Zemo out of prison. Can you imagine, like, Tora's bringing out his phone? So, Google Trends, like, Sam, like, grabs it, throws it out the window, like, no. <laughs> Zemo. Smash. No one knows French like Zemo does. Daniel Brew was in the budget. So, we got him. <laughs> there he was. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Thank you for listening.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: <laughs> to me talk about Zemo. We're going to do the Zemo episode one We've day.
0: Got, I think it, this was it.
1: <laughs> do you want to take us out? Yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening. Random will tell you where you can find us.
0: Yes. So we are characterchaos underscore on Twitter, character.chaos on Instagram, and characterchaos on TikTok. So if you want to support the podcast, give us a follow. And you also obviously see when we upload, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, yes. We are still in like a Marvel kind of era right now. And yeah. so we're not quite sure of the order of things, but if you tune in in two weeks, you will get a Marvel episode. Yes. I can tell you that.
1: That is the only thing we're sure of. Yes. Maybe that we're sure of.
0: Ooh. Oh, that was a good Mipenom. one. Thank you. That
1: was a good one. Unless we don't do her, in which case. uh, Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that.
0: I'm keeping that in just for the pun. I love it. Thank you. Anyway, we shall see you then. Yeah, all right then. Thank you and good night. Thank you. Bye.